0: So basically, Erica Badu got booed off the stage no, what with Badu for comments that she made about R. Kelly after this whole after this whole, you know, surviving Ooh. R. Kelly thing that's going on and everything that's, that's surrounding him right now and everybody that's coming out, giving their opinions. She's the latest person to feel the wrath of the fans and other people uh, from what she said. Uh, this is this is uh, the quote that Erica Badu gave on a Saturday show she said, quote, I don't know how everybody else feel about it, but I'm putting up a prayer right now for Kelly. The fans are sitting there confused, you know, who are, you know, they're they're showing that they don't like what she just said. And then she goes to say, I hope he sees the light of day if he's done all those things that we've seen on TV mm-hmm. and heard all those ladies talk about. I hope he sees the light of day and comes forward. So then the, the fans got more and more agitated, of Ooh. course, uh, and they just booed her off the stage for the most part, and now they mm-hmm. uh, they've been getting her, uh-huh. you know, giving it to her on Twitter, and she wrote, uh, she said something in her statement to the effect of, "They're about to r Kelly to death on the internet," so I guess she knew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my whole opinion on the whole situation, and I guess I'll address her is. You know, if he did it, um, then I definitely feel like justice need to be served. Um, I'm not one for, you know, any type of sexual assault against women. I definitely disagree with that. Um, growing up, having a couple of cousins that had to go through, you know, different situations and stuff like that. I definitely disagree with that wholeheartedly. If he did it, they can prove it in the court system. He needs to do his time. And just like anybody else, he need to serve his time. When it comes to her addressing the whole issue, um, personally speaking, for me as an artist, I would be trying to avoid Correct. the whole issue because as an artist, you're focused on your craft, right? And I know that she's legendary and I know she know, you know, people gonna want everybody's opinion, but I would not try to feed into I, I would be just focused on my work, focused on getting my money. Um, I wouldn't have anything to say. I would just say no comment. I don't have anything to say about it. I don't – I'm not one to get dragged into anybody else's negativity. Um, I'm all about success and trying to be successful myself. So, I mean, I guess in her defense, I guess she wanted to say something. But, I mean, I guess what she said, of course, the people don't like it because right now, since it's still a very sensitive subject, I feel like everybody, if you don't try to even – like, if it even looks like you're defending him in any way, then you're going to be in a gunfire with him. So I guess that's what they were saying. Like, she really didn't have nothing to say, like, you know, forget R. Kelly or he did and stuff like that. My whole thing is, if you have facts about it, you know, then and they can prove it in court that he actually did this stuff, then, you know, he just got to he got to serve his time and that's it. But, you know, until then, I think it's all speculation. And, you know, I mean, the whole documentary thing, I've told you several times, like, I, I I I feel so bad for them girls because I feel like it's so tough to really come out about stuff like that. But I mean, in her case, I mean, she's just defending him. I'm guessing they might have had a good relationship maybe in the past. They might have, you know, made music together or something like that. But if it was me personally, in my personal opinion, I would not have anything to say about it. at being an artist, I would just definitely be Saying no comments, you know, I don't have anything to say because I, I will not want to get involved. I mean, I agree with what you just said. I just feel
0: right like, like, you know, at this How you point, feel about it, man? Um, everybody already knows what he's been accused of. It's been going on for decades, you know, and a lot of shady um, circumstances surrounding the whole thing. But, you know, at this point, I'm looking at the quote uh, from her, from Erica Badu. And she says, you know, uh, she hears the crowd, you know, going crazy and everything. And she's like, what y'all say? Eff it. That's not love. That's not unconditional love. But what if one of the people that was assaulted by R. Kelly grows up to be an offender? Are we going to crucify them? I mean, how do we do this? It's just something to think about. And stuff like that, I just think is, uh, you know, I just think that's a misguided statement on her part. I mean, obviously, you know, she's legendary for her music, and I guess in ways so is he. But, you know, it brings up the question, do you separate the artist from the from the, from the the art? Um, and, you know, with something like this where people have actually been hurt and affected, you know, this is going to affect people for years and years to come you know, generations, I think, you know, at this point, you kind of have to, um, you know, if you have something to say about it, I mean, you, you know, people can't tell you how to feel. But I feel like if you have an opinion that could be seen as inflammatory, you know, just out of respect to mm-hmm. the people that are involved, you know, I just feel like you should keep it to yourself. If you're not coming out to support the people who have been hurt, I just feel like you should keep it to yourself. Because, you know, to me, it's, it's kind of ironic, you know, how uh, she says that she wants peace and light and love for everybody who's been hurt. But then she'll turn around and say, you know, let's not talk, let's not acknowledge, you know, the victims. So to me, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, contradictory. You know, just to sit here and say that you want to talk about the love for the other people that's been hurt, but then you want to, you know, first of all, she wants to equate her, their struggle with his struggle, and then also you want to turn around and say, you know, prayers up for him and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. and just ignore the turmoil that the
1: victims have gone through. I just feel like that's just, that's just not the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it, it needs to be either I'm on R. Kelly's side or I'm not on his side. You really can't be middle in this type of situation, right? I mean, you can't be lukewarm. Either you're going to be hot or cold in this situation because either you're going to support him because that's my friend. We made music together. We have a good relationship. Or either, you know, he did it. You know, he need to go to jail and serve his time. But just being in the middle. And I feel like that's what's so frustrating Because, you know, you have a lot of artists that have made good music with this man, they have made great hits with this man, and now all this is coming out, it's kind of like, do I support him? Do I stay out of it or do I support the victims? If I support him, then I'm gonna lose my fan base, I'm gonna lose my following. People gonna drag me into this mess. But if I don't say anything, then people gonna, you know, still. So I feel like, as an artist in the game right now, I feel like either way, you know, <laughs> if it was me, I was making money, I'm an artist, I would just say no comment and just keep it pushing because right now I'm just focused on my money positivity and just good vibes I really want to be trying to get it in, in in that mix because I feel like that's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be real bad towards the end so you know i I definitely feel like you know she was trying to I guess be um she was trying to I guess you could say she was just trying to stand up for him in a way but still support the victims and yeah it was a Chicago you know Saturday Chicago was you actually. really can't do all this stuff you said it was in Chicago or
0: He's from Chicago.
1: And the thing is, Chicago, isn't R. Kelly from Chicago? So that probably wouldn't, that wasn't smart on her end because why would you go to this man's hometown and even bring up the situation? You know people are going to be still hurt and still salty about the situation. So why would you even go? I, I just wouldn't have did that. I just would have went, did a great concert, showed love to my fans, And got my money and love. It's it's no need to really bring that whole situation up. It's it's no need to bring that whole situation up. And I I I I mean, and but the thing is, Erica Badu, she's a very strong woman. So I definitely feel like she's gonna be able to handle the situation, and she's gonna be able to, you know, um, I mean, she she can hold her own. You know, she's very opinionated. So I mean, I think you know, it's 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 best that she shouldn't have said anything. But you know. Um. Best wishes well, her. I mean, I the situation let's, let's not like forget this is the same so person
0: though. who was uh, who got in trouble a while back for victim blaming uh, back. I think it was like 2016 when she said something to the effect of. Uh, uh, oh, I found a quote right here, actually. So she wrote on her Twitter. Uh, Do I think it's unnatural for a heterosexual male to be attracted to a young woman in a revealing skirt? No, I think it's his nature. And she also mentioned that um, she also mentioned that she saw something good in Hitler. Uh, as well Ooh. so I mean this is a person who has been you know kind of showing her true colors for a while I mean you know to me I feel like if you as a person or as a fan of, a, of someone if, if you really say that you support the victims of you know assault and uh, any any other kind of you know hurt to me I don't care how big of a fan you are I think if your values really mean that much to you then you know you should come out and, and and be against it, whether that whether you're another artist or whether you're a fan or just anybody. To me, you know, if your values re- really mean that much to you, then you know it's worth the risk of maybe losing a couple fans here and there for saying what you really believe in. Um, because at the end of the day, you know that you're you know being understanding, saying what you think is right and standing up for it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I agree because chance the rapper had just recently started making music or he, even, or he either had made a song with R. Kelly around this time. The whole documentary and stuff came out. And he retracted his whole statement about, because I guess he was trying to say something about, you know, the women or was at fault or something to that effect. But he had to retract his whole statement because, you know, Chance is one of the biggest rappers out here now. So he was really under fire until he came out with the tweet, apologizing for what he said and clearing up the air about what those tweets mean and what he was saying. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're R. Kelly's friend and you really don't think he did it, then support him and risk losing some fans. But if you feel like, you know, he did it, then, you know, either either way you're going to have to, you know, out. But, I mean, I wouldn't really choose a side. That's That's the thing. I would not get involved and choose a side. That's just me. I really wouldn't do it because that's just – I just don't see the point in getting involved in negativity. I just don't see the point in doing that. I would just, you know, next question, or you know, just keep walking or whatever. But, you know, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like it's a very sticky situation for one of the, you know, the king of R and B, quote unquote. Or so I mean, you know, yeah. I, think I mean, it's a very sticky. sticky I, I definitely situation. agree with you, but you know,
0: chance, chance with him, he yeah. uh, he actually came out and said um that. You know, he didn't value the accuser stories because they were black women or he felt like he didn't value it because they were black women. But I think what he really meant by that was, you know, the image that the black women have really been given in our our society, you know, through social media, you know, other media. I mean, it's just that really a lot of times it is kind of framed up so that you can blame them for things that happen to them. Like, well, you know, uh, she got what was coming to her. I mean, what do you expect when you walk around wearing that kind of stuff? What do you expect when you do this and do that? which I think is obviously the wrong connotation to give to the black woman or to anybody. Um, But, you know, it's just the way that we kind of been programmed is to kind of blame them because it's just easier to blame them rather than, you know, look at it from all sides, look at the facts. Now, he has come out since then and cut all ties with R. Kelly. He did. uh, He had a um, collaboration with him. He did pull that from all streaming sites. And he also came out and said that working with R. Kelly was a mistake.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that. So, but you know what? I'm glad that you're bringing that up about the the stereotype for African American women because that goes into my next topic. I'm not really sure if you was aware, um, but um, as of last night, a woman was raped on Facebook Live in one of the clubs in Atlanta, and I actually saw the video. Um, it was like maybe 15 minutes long, but it was two parts to the video. Seemed like a young woman, you know, um, dressed real nice, had on a nice dress or whatever. Um, was out in one of the clubs. They haven't released the club yet, but um, she was out drinking, dancing, having fun and stuff. And um, apparently, you know, she was with this one guy the whole night, and she was drinking a drink. Um, long story short, my personal opinion again. Um, in the video, you heard her saying, "Stop, no." Uh, Somebody help me. Um, But the guy, apparently you didn't see the guy, but she still had the Facebook Live video walk. And apparently she might have been bent over on something, but it was around a lot of people. And the thing was, I mean, the news people, they just came out and said she was raped on Facebook Live and drugged. And I went to her Facebook page and I don't want to disclose the name or whatever, but I saw some of the comments and this is just going back to what you said about, you know, and some of the comments were just so disgusting and just so nasty. Like people were really going in on her saying she should have been at home with her two kids or she shouldn't have been wearing that or she had it coming for what she had on and stuff like that. And I guess to me, I honestly am confused because I'm confused because I, I – you wouldn't think that a man would just have enough confidence or whatever to just just do that in a club, right, And out in the open because they was in the open. They was in a crowd, and, you know, they was in the open the whole time. So you wouldn't think that a man would just do that, right? But my, my thing is – my next question would be, well, where were her friends at? Because I'm pretty sure she didn't go – Out alone in this situation I'm I'm pretty sure she didn't go out alone And my next question Would be it was people in the Video that she was around when she kept saying Stop no no Help help why didn't they Step in and try to Help this young lady that's my next question Why didn't they try to come in And in the video you can actually see Another woman holding the girl head Down or whatever and Recording she would pull out her phone And was recording So, that's another, you know, question that needs answering. But um, after looking at her comments, she put up another Facebook Live video. And she's retracting that she was drugged and raped. And now she's saying that it was her ex-husband or ex fiance she was with the whole night. And that's just kind of, it's just confusing because it's just too much... You know question in this one whole video or whatever but just to go back to what you were saying um you know why is it that a woman can't dress up and look nice and go out and have fun without her being labeled you know in a negative way or whatever and just enjoying her night. I mean, why is it that, you know, women can't really, you know, be free or whatever to do what they want to do without them getting... I mean, no, I'm actually, I actually pulled it up. That. I got I the mean, how you feel about me
0: that, earlier honestly. and I actually just pulled it up while you were speaking. And, uh, I mean, I kind of just came through the video. It's definitely a very odd situation. Um, I mean, to me, you know, again, that goes back to yeah. the whole society, Unfortunately, in our society these days, it is a lot easier to just ignore what's going on around you and just stick to, you know, your thing. Like, if you're out in the club and you see somebody going through some stuff, I mean, seriously, mostly most people are going to, you know, just keep doing what they were doing and not necessarily, you know, worry about what's going on, you know, around them, uh, unless it involves them directly or is somebody that they know, um, which I think is the wrong thing. I definitely think it should be more of a, you know, a community, like a village mindset, like they used to have back in the day that's just the way it is now. Most people just really just, you know, kind of ignore what's going on and that's it.
1: Um, But I mean, but why, why do we ignore though? This, this is just, if a woman is, is saying, help, help me. I need help. No, no, no. She's in a crowd of people, people are around her. And if this really did happen, which uh, now she's saying it didn't happen, he was just using, you know, um, fingers. He, uh, according to her, he didn't break skin. So it didn't happen like what she said, but now she's retracting it. Um, apparently she went missing that night, and now she just popped back up in the morning time or whatever. But why is it that we don't help our people out? Like, why are we not helping our people? Why do we – because almost in a sense, I mean, we should be blaming ourselves for not helping find whoever did this to her. But we get on Facebook and she has over 22,000 comments. Everybody is in this girl business, but ain't nobody really doing nothing to help. And I feel like that is a major problem in our society. We are somewhat to blame for someone not saying, well, who the dude in the video? Anybody know this man or, or what? And again, why wasn't her friends around? To help her in this situation, where were her friends at? Because you, you know, you and me, we don't been out a, a couple times and we seen groups of five or six and you know, True. one is not going nowhere without the other four or the other five. You see what I'm saying? So where was her friends at in this situation and why they weren't around helping her or you know, it's just why as a society a we don't help. Her that I'm, just, I'm just kinda of I mean, baffled. You know, so. Before,
0: you know, uh, it was it was all about helping my fellow man or woman. And, you know, over time, it just developed into, you know, more about me, me, me. Most people don't really, don't really care about what's going on around them as long as it doesn't affect them. I mean, I'm just trying to have a good time. I don't really care about what's going on around me as long as I miss them. You know, that's really the the mindset that a lot of people
1: have. Um, Well, um, uh, I I feel I definitely I definitely feel where you're coming from. I think it's, it's definitely a selfish mindset, but... I mean, I feel like you could play that into the community. We don't support black businesses like we should African-American. We don't really support, you know, um, we don't really support each other the way that you see other, you know, ethnic groups that really support each other and stuff like that. We don't support each other. Like, I mean, we're trying to get jobs or whatever. You can play into that. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we try to get jobs at certain places and, oh, yeah, my, my homeboy, he know this person or whatever, You reach out to the person, shoot them an email, say, hey, I know such and such. They said you might be able to help me with a job. Well, you know, I really can't help you. You know, you just got to apply to the link, you know, like everybody else versus, well, since you know such and such, you know, I'll be more than happy to help you because you're my brother or because you're my sister. We don't even look out for each other. We wonder why we don't why we don't prosper as a community as a whole, because we don't look out for each other. I agree. We don't take I mean, care of each other. Like that's everyone the else reality, was. man.
0: Um, <clears throat> you know, just looking through some of the comments, you have people you know, blaming her, of course. You got people, you know, she probably had on a short dress, or she was twerking, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, to me, it's, um, none of that is relevant. You know, I mean, you should be able to walk around, you know, whatever makes you look good, whatever you feel like you look good in, and you should be able to have fun without having to worry about being, you know, harmed in any kind of way, just because somebody might feel an urge based on what you were wearing and things like that. I don't think that gives anybody any right to violate anyone just because they may have been dressed provocatively or they may have been acting provocatively or things like that. I don't think that that excuses any of that in any way. But unfortunately, you know, in, the, in this age now, people would much rather, you know, Facebook or Instagram live something and get views and comments rather than stop and help and, you know, prevent the situation from happening in the first place. Um, you know, now it's all about click clickbait and keeping people, you know, hooked on your page and commenting on you and, you know, things like that, rather than making sure that your fellow citizen, you know, is, is, is okay. Um, and I was actually watching the video, and there's actually a, a part of it where you can actually see uh, that there is a, a pill floating in her cup. Um, before you know, before the whole thing, she posted two videos. So there was actually a pill floating in her cup that, that the guy brought her. Um, you know, to to drink. So I mean, he definitely, yeah, he definitely, he, yeah, he definitely oh, spiked wow. it with something. So, um, oh, he so it was, drink p- it was a pill. And, and, and a pill in it, and oh, you can wow. see it
1: floating. Um. So I'm just. I'm just trying to see, like, why is she retracting her statements all of a sudden? And is it maybe because of, of fear of who this man is? Or maybe he threatened her or whatever? Or because she she's retracting it and saying that, you know, she wasn't raped. He just used fingers, which is still, you know, she's saying he didn't break skin. But, I mean, still, if it's unwanted, you know, um, sexual activity, then to me that's, that's still borderline rape. I mean, rape is rape. I mean... You know, but she she's all of a sudden retracting statements now. And, you know, again, she was missing all last night. People been trying to call and reach out to her. And she pops up with a video um, saying she's okay. She don't want no phone calls or nothing. She's fine or whatever. So, I mean, I'm just a little confused about the whole situation. But, I mean, to the point you were saying, a woman should maybe to wear whatever she want to wear and look good. Because, you know... I think another issue is I don't feel as African American men we don't men, we really support our queens enough, and we don't tell them that we don't tell them that they do look beautiful whether they have weave or natural or they look good or they just lounging around the house we really don't support them and tell them that they look good and stuff so that's why they have to get dressed up and wear all this stuff because they just want somebody to validate and say that they look good they they look nice tonight or whatever because somebody else is not doing his job at home or whatever so I don't really know her situation I know and when I first watched it it sounded like she said something about she was waiting on divorce papers or she just got divorce papers or she just got divorced or something like that so when I heard it was an ex-husband or ex-fiance I was so confused and again it's a lot of different um obstacles or or different variables that's playing into this story that I'm just very confused about and I just wish you know the truth would come out just to give everybody a peace of mind but more importantly give her a peace of mind so I mean I'm just confused but I feel like you know to the point I was saying you know us as African-American men we really don't let our women know that they do look good and sometimes we look at them more so as objects or and materials versus looking at them as a great woman that we appreciate and we're glad to have you know around so I don't know I just thought that that was very you know interesting I mean I definitely prayers go out to the young lady and I definitely hope that she get peace from this situation I hope justice is served and they could definitely find out what really happened but you know, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, I'm looking
0: I, at um, I definitely more Feel sorry and, for her. you know one thing that 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 I didn't know before is that she apparently went back to partying after this uh, this whole thing went, went down, and most people now are trying to yeah, and a lot of people now are trying to blame her for oh no whole thing, wow. saying that she shouldn't have went back to partying if uh, if something was really wrong and if something you know if, if if that kind of thing really happened, but to me you know that's one of those that's one of those things where. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, people react to situations in different ways. I don't think that you can, you know, that you can blame her for going back to partying or downplay the situation because she went back. I mean, you know, she probably was scared, man. She probably didn't want to, you know, just just run away and just pretend like actually what happened just happened. Um, but, you know, either way, to me, no matter what, uh, you know, she was sexually assaulted, you know, um, and it doesn't, I don't think how she danced or how she carried herself, had anything any bearing on any of that like I said before I don't think that 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 uh, you know absolves the, the the offender of any kind of blame or guilt um, you know at the end of the day he was wrong and I think he should pay for his actions I mean you know it's uh, you know we have a legal system in place and obviously this is something that you know is considered illegal it's something that we frown upon so I think that this offender should um, should you know should do his his time I think he should definitely be caught And I think that they should, you know, pursue justice to the fullest extent.
1: Well, I mean, now that you brought up that she went back and, you know, I guess let's take emotions out of it on how we feel. Looking Mm -hmm. at it from that standpoint, you said that she was scared, right? So if I'm scared of something, why would I run back to the situation where I just escaped from? Wouldn't I... Go home or try to call For help or 911 And I'm like I said I'm taking emotions out of it And looking at it from a different angle You see what I'm saying like why would you Go back to partying? because if the police Get a hold to this which I'm pretty sure they made And hear that she went back That's probably going to be one of the questions that They ask well if you just Got sexually assaulted Why would you go back when he could still Be in there and do it again I, I find that kind of you know, a little eye raising right there. I, I that's a little. I'm a little baffled about that point. I didn't know she went back, so I guess that's something that you definitely brought up that she went back. Well, again, and we're talking again, about somebody who just been drinking so?
0: and who has most likely been drugged at this point. So, you know, her inhibitions were low, and obviously, you know, she wasn't in her, her right mind um, at that point. And she also another 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 uh, aspect I think that we have to look at it from is. You know, she was calling for help during this whole video, and nothing happened. she had, she had already done that. She already called for help. People, you know, there's another video uh, of another girl recording her, telling her she was fine. Oh, girl, you all right? And pushed her head back down. So calling for help clearly didn't do anything. Um, with people around and everything, and this is opera nightclub we're talking about. So this is not a this is not a a, a private place. This is not you know somewhere that. Probably a lot of people weren't there and all that kind of stuff. I mean, opera is always busy. Opera, opera is very well known around the country and especially around this area. Um, I mean, I don't I don't think, you know, I don't think at that point calling for help was something that she figured, figured was going to help because she had already tried that and we're in a public place. Um, and again, we're talking about somebody who's been drugged at this point and who's, you know, who's had things done to her. So I don't think that she really thought that she could really find help with anybody. And really, honestly, she probably was trying to drown, you know, with, with, with what just happened. She probably was trying to drown out that, that thought by going out and trying to, uh, you know, continue to have a good time because who wants to just sit there and think about it and dwell on it?
1: Hmm. I guess, you know, I guess everybody's opinions are going to play differently. I just feel like, and I've never been in a situation like this, but, you know, I guess for me, if something dramatic has happened to me, for me, I'm just trying to get home and take a shower and just sleep and act like it didn't happen. I wouldn't be going back, you know, into something that I just escaped from. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I was to get into an altercation with um with somebody and, you know, you and me have been out and we have had gotten into altercations maybe with other guys or whatever, and we just left and went somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? Because we don't want to be – around that negativity because you don't know how it can escalate you see what i'm saying so i mean i didn't know she went back but i mean you know again i I definitely wish her the best and i definitely hope that justice is served because i don't support that kind of you know behavior and stuff and i know you don't but i definitely feel like you know i just wish that justice would be served and um yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a tough situation, man. And I just feel bad, but I just wish the best for you. Yeah, him. I agree, man. I hopefully, hope that everything will, is okay. You know, come to will.
0: justice has already so. released a statement saying that they're going to work with police, um, you know, and cooperate as much as possible to, to see this thing, you know, resolved and, you know, see the, the, hopefully the correct result Um, ended up coming to pass. So, you know,
1: all we can hope for is
0: that that's what happens.
1: True, true. So, tell me, how do you feel about, you know, the Super Bowl? Um, you know, my Patriots, of course. I'm a Patriots fan for all the haters out there. So, my Patriots, of course, you know, um, going against the man, like I said, Browns you know, like right I told right you off air
0: before, I don't really – I'm not really surprised by any of it. The only only thing I guess I would be surprised by is the fact that I thought it was going to be Drew Brees versus uh, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Um, but, of course, you know, there's that controversial uh, no call on the pass interference or helmet the helmet hit. Late in the Saints game, um, on the you know on the Rams defender. Honestly, man, I, I you know it's it's uh I think it'll be an intriguing matchup. Um, it's definitely one that's gonna have a lot of controversy around it. It's gonna be one of those uh, one of those Tuck rule th- things that's happening. You know, like what if you know uh, you know this could be something. Let's just say the Rams go and win. I mean, this could be something that launches a dynasty. You know, I mean, it could be something that that just like just like with the Patriots uh, with, with the whole Tuck rule thing. And then their dynasty launched shortly after that. I mean, it could be the same type of deal if they, if they can find a way to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots at the Super Bowl. Um, I definitely think that this is uh, good for our city, um, you know, because the Super Bowl will be here this year. Too bad the Falcons won't be playing in it. But, you know, I mean, you know, for all those falcons fans out there, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, you know, they, they delusional every year. This was going to be the year they were going to play at home. They're <laughs> going to play the Super Bowl at home for the first time ever. But, you know, see how that worked out. But I know that the Falcons fans are happy that at least it's not New Orleans playing in a Super Bowl in
1: Atlanta. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course they're happy because, you know, Falcons in you know, um, Atlanta, New Orleans always had a a great long rival. So I definitely feel you. And I definitely I am glad that it's going to be here you know, in the Super Bowl because, I mean, um, in the city of Atlanta, because for one thing, I mean, a lot more people get to work, so they get more job opportunities, you know, for that night, um, more money in everyone's pocket. Um, I mean, but, I mean, back to the, the, the controversial referees and stuff, I mean, the referees have been the talk of, you know, talk of the NFL and NBA this whole year, basically missing calls and stuff. I just wish that if it was a missed call in the league um, sees it, it's a missed call, they will find those referees or the referees who missed it or whatever or either, you know, some type of punishment. Because the thing is, if an NFL player, if they get to fight and get out of hand, they get fined, they get to miss that game, right? Why they can't do the same things for NBA referees or NFL, refere- NFL referees if you miss something and you all review it and everyone know you missed it, why you can't get fined or miss a couple of games? You really going to let them just keep their job? Because you just really robbed the the Saints um, going to the Super Bowl from either a helmet to helmet or a roughing the passer situation. You missed that. You missed it. Now, true enough, the wide receiver, he, he was a little extra. We, we talked about it off air. He was a little extra with the flopping and flipping over and all that other stuff. He was real extra. I give him that. But why can't, you know, the league – Handle, I mean, hand down some type of punishment, you know, for you know, missing big calls in big situations. Like why they can't, why they can't, just like with James Harden and the travel step back he does, and he get he gets no travel, nothing like that. Why do why do he get to get away with stuff like that, or why nobody called calls the game fairly anymore? I just don't understand, and I understand the whole pre-Madonna, certain superstars get certain calls. I get that because they was doing that with Michael Jordan and the whole handshake thing. So I understand that. So, you know, but I mean, I just feel like the game isn't fair. I feel like the integrity of all these games and sports have been taken out. And, you know, it's going to soon be people not even really going to watch because it's not going to be no need to because you yeah, just I mean, always I definitely don't know what's going to happen uh, in this situation.
0: You know, to me, to me the, the whole thing is just I don't know. They just don't don't have a correct system in place to me because, you know, you have the replay system in the NFL where they automatically review all touchdowns and all turnovers. You know, you have the challenges and things like that, but there's no replay or challenge system in effect for a blown call. And to me, you know, if you watch any basketball or football game, you know, there's tons of stoppages in there for them reviewing this, reviewing that, making sure they get certain things right as they should. But a lot of that stuff is really insignificant in the in the long run, uh, you know, in the, in the big scheme of things for games and things like that. But then you have plays like this where, again, you're, you're potentially robbing somebody from going to the Super Bowl um, or at least an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. You know, they still would have had to make the field goal and things like that. But you essentially robbed them of that opportunity to do so. Um, and to me, I think they should have some kind of a replay system in place for that. I mean, why, why can't you – say, okay, you know what? That was a really big call. That was, I mean, that's the biggest call of the year up to that point. Um, Why don't we go back and, you know, take a couple minutes to look at it. I mean, the replay plays in the stadium, you know, a million times, the fans see it a thousand times, the coaches see it a thousand times. So why can't the referees get that opportunity to see it a thousand times to make sure they get it right. I mean, you don't have to take, uh, you know, a long time to do it, but I mean, a call like that, that's pretty obvious. That wouldn't have taken, but two seconds to go look at that replay. Like, Oh, we missed that one. Okay. Pass interference, you know, First down. I don't know why they don't have that in place, but the league has. I was reading earlier um, before we came on air, the league has come out and said that they were wrong, like Sean Payton said after the game last night. And then they are also apparently going to uh, release a, a public, you know, apology and a report on what happened last night. Um, now, as far as what's going to happen going forward, they have mentioned that there will be some changes. They haven't been specific on those changes yet, of course, but, you know, I guess we'll just see what comes down the line. But I think. You know, as you said, I think it's definitely, you know, I think that's, that, that system is definitely broken. There should be something in place to ensure that those calls are
1: made the right way. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like it needs to be something in place. Um, they definitely should have been done something about this because it's been calls like in the past couple of years that have been kind of questionable that have, you know, could have turned some things around as far as, like, you know, people going to teams, going to championships and stuff like that. But, I mean, I really do hope that they can get it right um, going into the future and just not say that. Um, Because, again, you know, the Saints definitely got robbed. I would have definitely enjoyed seeing Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. I felt like that would have probably been more money um, for the league. But, I mean, maybe they want, um, you know, the Rams to get an opportunity. Um, keep in mind that the Saints did win back in 2015, I believe. I no, think that, it was, beat, uh, um, that was 2009. Nah, nah, he was on nah, the Colts, dude. if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, 2009. Okay, okay. So, I mean, basically, I guess they want a new team to try to step up. So, I, I get that, but I mean, again, goes back to the, the integrity of the game. Um, uh, you, you really just never know with these situations. But, I mean, I feel that the referees definitely missed calls. But, I mean, hey, they've been missing calls ever since sports was, you know, <laughs> it's never been a perfect call game. I guess that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I guess to the Saints, you know, um, they definitely was robbed and stuff. But, I mean, what good is coming out with a statement if you're not going to change it? So, forget the the statement. I feel like they need to have changes, and changes should be made. So, you know, hopefully that the league can, you know, um, go and, you know, figure out what we need to do. But I definitely like your idea about replaying big calls and stuff like that. Like they need to implement something because um, the game last night, I mean, it was – both of the games was good. Like both of them was great. But just to, you know, for the Saints to be at home when they should be probably at the Super Bowl, you know, even though the Rams played a good game – no, I mean, to I, me, I you yeah, know, they talk it's about it. It's, it's something every year. It's right?
0: Every single year in a big game, there's some talk about the refs. They're, are they cheating for the Patriots? Are they cheating for this team, that team? There's always talk about the refs. And honestly, you know, not to, not to say that the referees were innocent or they shouldn't have any kind of fault from last night, but I honestly think that the referees are a lot like a lot of the players in, in the sense that you as a player, you, you're always going to say, okay, I'm going to sit back because I don't want a big play to be made on me. I don't want to be the reason why my team lost the game. I mean, it's you know, it's a tie game, it's coming down to the wire, whatever the case may be. Either way, it's a big situation. I don't want to be the one that's the blame for my team losing. Like look at the kicker from the Bears. Although that kick was blocked, you know, Cody, uh, Cody Parkey, I believe his name was, but everybody's mm-hmm. blaming him for mm-hmm. his team not being at least advancing to the next game, you know, even though obviously, like I said, it was blocked, but you know, he's the he's the bad guy. So I think the refs have a lot of that too. They don't want to be the guy who blows a whistle, and then, you know, it could have been right. It could have been wrong, could have been, you know, indifferent. And, you know, and maybe it's not, you know, maybe it ends up being like the reason that a team loses. Maybe it doesn't have an effect at all on the game. But at the end of the day, you know, the fans of that team, the team that came out on the bad end of that, are always going to blame the referee. So I think a lot of times they don't. They want to swallow their whistles because they don't want to be the reason why, you know, the game ended. They want it to come down to – who wants it more, or who's better in that situation? And I don't want to be the guy who blows my whistle because what if I was wrong? There's no system in place to review that call, so if I was wrong, I might have just you know messed it up. So I think you know a lot of that is just you know that, that human nature aspect of they're fans of the game too. I mean, they they obviously they're at work, but they're fans of the game, so they want to see it come down to you know who, who what what team is going to be best, what guy is going to step up and make a play. And I think you know in that particular situation. Obviously, that wasn't the right mindset, if that it was his mind, if that was the ref's mindset. Um, but, you know, I mean, that, that call there, doesn't get much more obvious than that, but we've seen a lot more egregious calls or no calls in the past uh, that, you know, that have also led to certain teams advancing and certain teams not advancing. So, I mean, I just think it's a slippery slope.
1: Well, if your job is to call a fair game, you love the game, then why are you not calling a fair game if this is your job? This is why the league is paying you. Because, again, you're messing up, you know, the integrity of the game. You know that was a a pass interference or either helmet to helmet. One of the two. All you got to do is throw the flag out there and make one of the two calls. That's all you got to do. And we will probably have Saints and Patriots in the Super Bowl. So why not? If you're the NFL committee or whatever, why not hand out penalties or something to the to the referees or do something about them, at least find them or or make them give a public apology for the game or something? Because, again, if players was out here fighting and acting acting a fool out here doing these games, what's going to happen? Two or three games suspension, $150 fines, or, or you know, like something. No, but, I don't agree with it. But see, the funny I mean, thing about that like, even is, we don't see that. If, you know? if there's
0: a fight or whatever, they're going to go back and review it and see who needs to be kicked out and stuff. So that even still, you're going to replay. You see what I mean? So, so that's what I'm saying. It's hard to say that. I mean, obviously, that was one of exactly. the most obvious calls exactly. to make. But, I'm, but just in general, it's a lot of times it is a bang bang play. A lot of times it is hard for you as a human to catch every little aspect of it and to make the right call every single time. But, you know, again, this is why I said it should have a replay thing in effect. I mean, when you're watching the broadcast, like I was watching the game last night and they go to the guy, the, the New York, uh, the New York studio, I think his name is Mike Pereira. And he comes in and he gives his, his opinion on what happened. So my thing is, why even why even have that guy if he's not going to communicate with the referees yeah. in the game? Yeah. He should be able to, or somebody from there should be able to radio in and say, "Hey man, you missed that call. You know, go back and get it right." Or one thing I would say they should, they might even want to look at doing is uh, like what they brought up in soccer. You know, a big soccer fan. So they have what they call VAR, the Video Assistant Referee, and basically it's a guy who's sitting in the studio. It's a it's a few guys actually that sitting in the studio, like you know doing during the games and watching replays and things like that. And if there's a big call in a game, they will go to the video assistant referee. The referee on the pitch might've missed the call and, you know, he'll go and he'll check with them and they'll give their opinion on it. Okay. Yeah. It was offside or it was a goal. It wasn't a goal. It was a handball, whatever the case may be. And if that's, you know, and if that's a big game, big moment in that game, they will get it right. So I think that's something they should also have in, uh, in, in football. Because that video assistant referee call doesn't take long. It doesn't take, it doesn't take any longer than it does for them to do any replays in the NFL or the NBA when they're holding the game up. But to me, that's just they're, they're, they're dedicated to getting it right. They're dedicated to making the right call. And I think that's just at the end of the day, that's what it should all be about because you are human at the end of the day and you are going to make mistakes, you are going to miss things, or you are going to accidentally call something you probably shouldn't have called. But you should also – there should be a checks and balance in the system you know, to make sure that that's always made the correct way. And right now they don't have that. So we'll see what uh, the NFL, you know, brings down the line, see what kind of changes they bring. Um, Either way it goes, we know that it will be controversy surrounding it, and the Saints fans are never going to forget it. Um, So, I mean, hopefully it will be something that will make it more fair.
1: Well, yeah, I guess we – um. I guess we, you know, we'll have to see what the future holds. But, you know, um, I do apologize to the to the to the Saints fans out there, but you know, I really'm not gonna be too apologetic because my Patriots did make it, so you know, I'm I'm kinda happy on my <laughs> so hands, who to both? say the least, right? <laughs> uh I don't even think it's a question right now. I think the Patriots are gonna win on uh, one or two things. One is because of experience. Uh, we've been there. The, we've been to the last, what, three Super Bowls or whatever. Um, we beat the Falcons when we came back from a 25 point deficit, I believe. Um, and then we lost to the Eagles and they played great defense on Tom Brady. Tom Brady really couldn't do anything. So, Hey, they beat us fair and square this year. I feel like the Rams have a great team. They have a decent defense. Defense is definitely, um, is definitely showed up last night. I guess you can say, um, But, I mean, when it comes to experience and great leadership and great coaching, um, Bill Belichick is a great coach. Tom Brady is probably one or, you know, if not one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player in football history um, to play the game. So I feel like experience and just uh, a better coaching is going to make this game or make the Super Bowl kind of lopsided in a sense, right? Everybody hates the Patriots, and the Patriots is going to use that fuel um doing the game. And I think i honestly I think the Patriots are wow. gonna win at least uh fifteen. I got the Patriots winning that So what's your final score? I, I think I think it's gonna be a blowout. I think it's gonna be a blow I think the final score is probably gonna be like maybe twenty seven I don't wow. know, 27-10 ten. All right. Well I like mean that. the uh,
0: Patriots did open up as a two point five point uh favorite in Vegas. Um I just checked in it's actually at negative one right now or not negative one, but one point right now. Um, so uh, I think that – I mean, I do think they are the favorites. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Rams because, you know, you have Todd Gurley, who, uh, you know, he's been having those knee problems the last uh, month or so. You know, he didn't play a whole lot of snaps last night. Um, thankfully, they ended up, mm-hmm. you know, still winning the game without him. I um, mean, then, you know, last week when they uh, – in, in their, their game last week against uh, the Cowboys. Well, he scored. He one, scored? He scored uh, two, yeah, I think he did score one one or two last night. But, you know, it's, it's really short yards. I mean, he's not playing a lot uh-huh. of snaps like he like he normally does. He's not you know, he's not in the game uh, like he normally is. I mean, you're talking about one of the best, you know, uh, running backs in the league, if not the best right now, probably the best. And he's not playing a lot. I mean, obviously, something's going on there. they're probably just trying to, you know, make sure that he's good for uh, the Super Bowl. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think Aaron Donald on the uh, defense for the Rams will, be a, will have a big uh, impact on the game. I mean, we saw it last year with the, uh, with the Patriots and the Eagles. You know, they had uh, Fletcher Cox, and they had all those boys on the, on the line. And there was talks about, you know, that one big play getting to Tom Brady. And, you know, that, remember, it ended up coming down to that strip sack, and that pretty much iced the game. Uh, so I think there's potential for that to happen again this year. Um, but it's just going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, interesting. I think, uh, I would like to see the Rams win it. Um, you know, Todd Gurley is a Georgia boy, you know, he's from UGA. Um, well, he's not from Georgia, but he's a, you know, he played for Georgia. Mm-hmm. He, uh, mm-hmm. and then you got, um, you know, Sean McVay, young head coach. A lot of people call him a genius in this league. Um, things like that. I mean, you got a lot of, the you know, a lot of, a lot of storylines at, at play. Um, you know, you got Tom Brady trying to go for his sixth ring and, Okay, things like that. So I definitely think it's um it's it's gonna be interesting to see. But I don't know. I just think it's uh I just think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. I really do.
1: Well, I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, it's going to be um I think it's going to be a, a great um, game maybe the first quarter or so, I guess, but I'm really feeling like the the round. Uh, I feel like the I was about to say the Rams. I really feel like the Patriots is going to you know pull this one out at least the second quarter. I, I think they like to get out to a fast start, so I think around the second quarter, um, they're gonna probably put their foot on the gas and then just try to get a comfortable lead or whatever. So, you know, um, yeah, but I mean, I think it'll be. It'll be an entertaining football game, maybe the first half, but I feel like that second half is really going to define what, who's going to win. Um, but, again, Tom Brady is the GOAT, in my opinion, and I think a lot of folk is about to see why he's great. I think he's been on a mission ever since they lost last year to um, get back to the Super Bowl, which he did, and prove that he is one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest, to play this game. So I really feel like Tom Brady is is on a mission. I feel like um the Rams quarterback um he's young, he's good, but I feel like in a big game like this, I feel like he's gonna get nervous. Uh, yesterday I believe mm-hmm. he had two interceptions, and mm-hmm. um I th- he only had one. Oh okay. Well, I feel like in the Super Bowl he's gonna have at least two or three because the pressure is gonna get to him, and that's going to be it. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't give New England um, defense a lot of credit, but I feel like, you know, they have a decent defense. You know, it's not the best, but honestly, I feel like experience is definitely going to show up and we're going to see what happens. I mean, but I'm just glad it's coming to Atlanta, man. Maybe I can go watch it on a big screen somewhere, you know, be close to the the, um, stadium or whatever and see it. But I definitely feel like the Patriots is going to win and, you know, no no real need for any more discussion. I think the Rams, congratulations that they got there. Um, I think this beating is going to be a, a lesson for them. But I give it about one or two more years, and I feel like the Rams is going to be, you know, a championship team. Just like the Chiefs last night. I feel like the Chiefs played an amazing game. Um, the quarterback, he didn't really have his best game, but he did throw three touchdowns. But I feel like this experience, this is what I was telling you off air, Experience is the best teacher. That's something my grandpa used to say all the time. And the experience of being in those big games with more experienced teams and you could just take them to the limit, I mean, I feel like, you know, that's going to be the best teacher. So I think the Chiefs and the Rams both did a great job. Um, but I feel like maybe one or two more years, then they'll definitely be in the Super Bowl. And they'll be- definitely be in Super Bowl. I but then, you know,
0: I think it's uh, another one of those things, man, where – you know, we talk about the refs. I think, uh, you know, obviously the Patriots won the game, but I think that there were a lot of weird, lucky calls and no calls as well. I mean, you look at the, uh, the Julian Edelman muffed punt. It was called on the field that he muffed it. There was not enough video evidence, according to the everybody, that, that it should have overturned it. But, they, but yet they overturned it, which obviously the Patriots went down and scored. That was a big uh, big play right there. Um, then you got the catch that he had that hit the, the, ground, the ball hit the ground. That should not have been a catch. It was called a catch. You know, there was a uh, rough in the passer penalty called for Tom Brady when the guy uh, hit him in the chest. And that was, a, that was called a, a helmet hit, which obviously there, it wasn't. And then at the end of the game, Tom Brady really lost the game. With fifty four seconds left, with a with a bad pass to Gronk, uh, and that was a pick six. And then, and then at the end, there was a very was very a very six, late uh, flag that came in that said that you know one of the defenders for the Chiefs lined up offside or lined up in on. So I mean, you know, you know, it's a it's a make or miss call type of type of situation. But I mean, it's definitely some luck in there. It
1: definitely is. Um, I mean, is it lucky that somebody lined up offside? Is that well? No, I just think it, it's a um, mistake?
0: it's it's lucky that because that's momentum, man. You can't measure momentum. That's you know, obviously that guy lined up in lined up offside. Obviously that was stupid, but I'm saying if he stays where he's supposed to be, that's the game. Tom Brady throws a game-ending, Super Bowl trip-ending interception, and that's the game. Now, of course, he, it, it went the other way. He lined up outside, and, you know, we know, it, we know what happened. But I'm just saying, that's there's an element of luck to that. I mean, all game, the guy's been – everybody's been doing what they're supposed to do, and then all of a sudden, in a big situation, you do something stupid like that. Um, you know, I just, I just don't – you know, I think there was some luck to it.
1: I really do. Well, I mean, you know, whether it was lucky or not, you know, Patriots, they steal them boys and um, – Tom Brady is still the goat, and like I said, I don't think it's gonna be much of a Super Bowl game. I could be wrong, but I don't see it being much of a Super Bowl game. I honestly feel like it's um, it's going to be a, a, a I don't slow know, man. beat. That's hard what it's hard going offense, to be. We got C.J. So Anderson,
0: you know. and you know Todd Gurley's is gonna have two more weeks to rest that knee and get uh, rehab uh-huh. and stuff on that knee. I think, uh, and then you know those boys, hungry, man, they are gonna be they they're young. You know, so they, they definitely and since CJ Anderson knows what it takes to win the Super Bowl. He won with Peyton Manning back on the Broncos. Uh as their as their running back. So I mean you definitely have some experience there. Sean mm-hmm, McVay is mm-hmm. uh you know the youngest coach in history. Um, you know, he's definitely, you know, touted as being, like I said, a genius. Then you got Bill be Belichick who's probably the ultimate genius when it comes to coaching. I mean, you got a lot of elements at play. I don't I don't think that it's gonna be a blowout. I don't I don't think that the Rams are gonna um, get there and just not show up I mean you do have Jared Goff who's a young quarterback who's you know the I think he's the youngest quarterback to ever actually make the Super Bowl um but I don't think that I don't think they're going to really drop a lot of plays where he's gonna have to you know go deep and things like that I think it's going to be a lot more runs and draws and screens and things like that I don't think they're really gonna put the the game too much in his hands for him to really mess it up so I don't I don't I don't think it's gonna be a blowout I do have the Patriots winning it because I don't think that I don't think they're gonna let the Patriots lose, man. Uh, and you know, there's also that there's also that conspiracy with Alabama. Nah. Every they say that every year Alabama wins, the Patriots lose. Every year Alabama loses, the Patriots win. Alabama, of course, lost the national championship this year. There's a conspiracy about that. You gotta look it up. There's what?
1: A... <laughs> what? Why 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 is that a conspiracy? Alabama and then we talk about the Dude,
0: there's forums there's forums that's dedicated good. to this what? online. You what, can look it up. That but happen? there's people that out there that believe that somehow those two are connected. And if you look at the facts, there that is actually true. The years that Alabama wins the national championship, the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl and vice versa. I don't think it's connected at all, obviously. I I I just think that's coincidence.
1: But uh, uh isn't it's not I mean, you do have that. You do have that going against, as well. Like,
0: so people are already booking I, it.
1: I mean, Alabama just didn't feel like about playing. From the so earth, you from you the, from the game. So I mean, come on. Nah, he, he's a skateboarder <laughs> I mean, I, in Los Angeles. I don't know. Man, I think I think it's going to be a closer game. You should
0: give credit <laughs> for. But I do think the Patriots are going to win. I got it. I got it. Thirty to twenty-seven. Patriots. Yeah. Thirty to twenty-seven.
1: Okay. That's you giving you giving on the Los Angeles Rams a lot of hope, man. And I mean, I'm pretty sure they appreciate your support. So, I mean, it's it's all good. I, I saw a meme and it had a map of the United States and it had um the Rams on all the um except for the Rams on all the states, except for New Orleans. And for Louisiana, <laughs> they had the Patriots <laughs> and then they had the they had a little, uh, little section up there in Connecticut and all that for the Patriots, and they said um, everybody want, uh, everybody in America want the Rams to win and beat the Patriots. But I mean, I feel like honestly, the Patriots is now America's team. You know, it's not the Cowboys no more. I, don't I, think, think, I don't the think Patriots that, are no, because nobody in America teams. wants them to win. And people in to... Boston and... no, I'm saying how you
0: gonna be oh,
1: America's no, team man. when ninety oh, percent of the country wants you to lose? That don't, they don't make sense. So is anybody American I mean, the that's team? Of football?
0: Please don't say Dallas. I don't. I think you have a lot more um, oh, Dallas fans okay. than you have. I mean, Dallas is the most the most valuable sports franchise in sports. So I mean, obviously they got some fans somewhere. I and mean, They got fans everywhere.
1: I mean, I mean, you know, Dallas is a nice sized city. So I mean, I'm just saying, every time Dallas plays, because yes, they're American they teams, like Yankees man, you just bring up the name and people would just hate them. Oh my lord. Okay, so the Patriots don't get hated on every time. They right, but the Super then you but you also the have game? the element
0: of most people think that the Patriots are cheaters. Most people think that the Patriots, you know, don't deserve every single thing that they that they've gotten. I don't think that you can have any kind of franchise, whether it's sports or anything else, where like the majority of the of the fan base believes that they're cheaters or they don't deserve things and then turn around and say that they're America's team. I don't think that's I don't think that's possible. I, I don't I don't know who America's team should be or is. I guess I guess it still would be the Cowboys just because their fan base. I don't I don't like the Cowboys, but you know I don't I don't think that the Patriots can be considered the best team. I really don't. You you have you have uh, you know over ninety okay. percent of the country wants them to lose like all the time. You know as, as opposed to Dallas, you have all those people that believe they're gonna win every single game and this is gonna be the year. This is gonna be the year. Of course, it never is because it won't be because it's Dallas. But I mean, it do something. Sound like sound the Falcons, like, fans. Sound like Falcons yeah.
1: fans almost every year. This well, is our year. I mean, this is our
0: year. You know, I just, I just feel like so. there should just be a. Uh, I think we should just get rid of the whole America's team thing because it's not going to be the Patriots, and then if people want to say it's the Cowboys, I mean, they, they got two playoff wins since Tupac's "All Eyes on Me" came out. So I mean, so I mean, you know, we're not, we're not really saying a whole <laughs> lot about the. I mean, America's supposed to be great, and America's supposed to be the best country in the world, and all that stuff and they can't even get behind the best team in their own sport. So, I don't know.
1: Well, hey, man, you know, I just – I definitely wish the best for whoever, but I think we all know the Patriots about to win, man. Tom Brady is about to be zoned and locked in, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, let's let's switch it up, man. What about NBA, man? Who well, you, you already, you already know how I feel MVP? about the MVP.
0: I feel like the MVP is, is- –
1: the MVP vote is on?
0: BS because yeah, it's probably going to be James Harden and if not him, then most likely Giannis. But we're talking about two guys who are I mean, Giannis has never won a playoff series. And you talk about James Harden who every year, this is the year he's focused, he's going to come up big and he comes up small every single year. So yeah, they might be the MVP. One of them might be the MVP. But I think there should be a regular season MVP, a playoff MVP, and a finals MVP, because
1: that's too many. That's too. Well, many the, M- I mean, MVPs. the thing is, though, go
0: ahead and prove it. Every, the MVP award is a regular season award, and then you have the finals MVP. I think that it is possible for you to be the most valuable player in the league without winning the finals. But to me, you should have to get. You should have, at least have a decent playoff run. I mean, you have. Giannis, I mean, he's playing unbelievable this year. But, he, like I said, he's never won a playoff series. So people are just ready to go ahead and give him the MVP. But he's never even won a playoff series. And then you have James Harden. People ready to give him the MVP. But and he, what he's doing this year is great. I mean, you know, we'll talk about that. But, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, how many times has he really come up big to the, in the playoffs? How many times has he, has he led his team to the promised land? You had the Warriors down three to two. All you had to do was win one game, albeit without Chris Paul. But all you had to do was was win one game, and you came up small in both games. Same thing with the Spurs that year when he got when he had that terrible game was a game six when they had like they weren't playing with really any of their stars, and they they got beat by like thirty points or whatever it was. I mean, yeah, he might be the MVP, but I don't. I I mean, I just think the MVP award is just nonsense. Who cares?
1: Now. Now the thing is, though the NB the NBA, you know, MVP award is based off Correct. of regular season performance, right? So you saying you're talking about how they wasn't able to lead their team to a playoff or whatever. Playoffs in a regular season is kind of different, right? Or am I am I missing missing your point? Because if I'm just thinking about who did they thing in the regular season. That could have been somebody, right? But my thing, team is not in the playoff picture, but don't mean that that, that that doesn't mean the player isn't deserving of the reward. If my team didn't make it to the playoffs, I mean basketball is still a team sport. So if I'm up here dropping maybe thirty five, well, my thing is how can, how, how can you be more valuable to?
0: How can you be more valuable than me if I led my team all the way to let's say game seven of the finals? We might have lost, but your team got beaten in the first round. Yeah, your regular season numbers might have looked a little bit better than mine, but obviously I did more because my team, uh you know, we we went further.
1: But the thing is, if we go, the, the league is based off numbers. So if my numbers was better than yours, how many times have we seen somebody win the MVP award? Russell Westbrook. I mean, his team that year he won the MVP award, didn't? No, they, they didn't make the play. They, I believe, they, I believe they, they lost the first round. If I'm not mistaken, I
0: don't, or the second round.
1: They, they lost the for they lost the first round but everyone thought that who was oh, that was one of the years that, years, that, that was one of the hard years, that years that, or that, maybe everyone hard said that. <laughs> okay but the thing is like you know numbers is all about numbers and I mean to your point you know if you're going off of most valuable then that's more of a you know a character type of issue you know it's not really based off the numbers so I guess you you're saying is if you used to take LeBron well, over look at the him. Lakers. I mean, they, got they, the, they got beat no by the, the, the Knicks but and the Cavs. Have... True, true. So, but if you was to take – what's a good example? If you was to take – I don't want to use the Warriors, but I guess we have to. If you was to take Steph or KD off of the Warriors – Well, if you take, K, if you you take KD, KD off the Warriors, shot, the, right? That's with just saying? Steph, they've already, they've already <clears throat> lost like a handful of games.
0: So, I mean, that team is stacked anyway. So, I don't think anybody can be MVP on that team. Mm-hmm.
1: So what's a what's a good example there? If you were to take someone off a team and they still have a shot, what the Raptors? If I mean, possibly, Watt, but he's not really a leading MVP candidate. But shot. my thing is,
0: like, regardless, yeah, say, Kawhi's not a, MVP a league
1: candidate. MVP candidate. Mm, he's at
0: least maybe third maybe or fourth, or fourth, but he's not. I'm saying leading. You ain't first he's or second. If the vote was today, he ain't gonna win, so he ain't leading.
1: What. Well, well, if you ain't second, then, I mean, if you second... No, but I'm saying, a, if you're first to second, first that can come down to, that just
0: comes down to the vote. So if you're first to second, and based on popular opinion, then that vote can go in, either way. But if you're third, fourth, fifth, I mean, yeah, technically, you're still leading. I mean, you're you're in the top five of, out of everybody in the league, but you're not a leading MVP candidate because you're most likely not going to win if most people think that you're third or fourth or fifth. Now, a lot of people think that you're first or second, then it can go either way. But my point is, that's why I say that they either should
1: rename the award to most outstanding player.